Are you ready for the weekend yet? We have events, news and a guest for you to enjoy this Lake Life weekend. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lake Life Weekend Podcast. This is Dirk, I'm your host and we have weekend 39 already. And we have a really nice late summer. I'm glad. Ahead of us this weekend is uh, Maple Leaf Days in Maplewood State Park. One of my favorite events, actually. Very nice hiking and uh, just walking, sightseeing. Well, sightseeing, I guess. Um, color sighting, maybe. Even better. So lots happening in the area this weekend and the upcoming weekends. Uh, please check out our daily updated Lake Life Weekend event schedule on our website. And um, also very happy to announce that our latest fall issue of the Lake Life Weekend magazine is out. And I'm, maybe you even picked one up in the fargo Moet area already. We have um, began with our distribution here in Lakes Country. So you can pick them up in Detroit Lakes, Perham, um, in Fergus Falls, many gas stations, hotels, restaurants. If you would like to have one mailed to you, please um, drop us an email to hello at lakelifeweekend.com and we will put one in the mail for you. Or if you are a store, a location where you would have like a little stack for you, we will bring some by, let us know. And another thing we are very proud about to announce, um, for the past year we have been working on a cookbook for Spanky's Stone Hearth. Uh, Josh Hansen, the owner, um, has collected one of his favorite recipes and um, we are publishing a Spanky's Stone Hearth cookbook which will go in print very soon and you can pre-order a copy. We have a limited edition signed by Josh Hansen for you. Uh, you can go to lakelifeweekend.com uh, forward slash cookbook and um, send us a message to pre-order one copy which will be available towards uh, the end of November for the holiday season. So it's a perfect gift or just to um, have a cook and read some of the favorite recipes from Spanky's Stonehouse. So very proud and very happy to announce that as well. Um, but we have more to come. Um, we invited Kevin Kyle. He's the EDA director here in Perm, the new one. Actually, he didn't even know what was happening because he reached out to us to find out uh, what we're doing here on Main Street in downtown Perm and um, learn about <clears throat> huh, sorry, uh, Lake Life Weekend a little bit more and then I surprised him with <laughs> um, getting him in our little recording booth and uh, have him tell his story about Perham, uh, his uh, past, he has been here for decades, uh, loves the area and now is in his role of the Econom Economic Development Director and will hopefully be successful helping the city to grow further so stay tuned for the interview with kevin which was very interesting and um yeah all i said please uh, feel free to email us with ideas critiques uh, questions to hello at lakelifeweekend.com and then um we will answer yeah 
pick up the latest magazine, enjoy this podcast, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Have a great weekend ahead. Hello and welcome to our interview part. I'm here with Kevin Kyle from the city of Perm. Hi, Kevin. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. And you emailed us last week to um, comment, find out who we are and what we're doing here on Main Street in Perm, um, not knowing what's all hidden in our little building. And I was so glad because I did not warn you that we have an interview today. Right. <laughs> um, and you are the new economical economic development director for That's the city of Perm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And I would love to talk about that today uh, and actually get a little insight on what the city of Perm is doing, what it has been doing maybe in the recent past and maybe some updates um, for, for the future and hopefully also uh, a visioning, personal visioning maybe um, on how we continue to grow and what we're going to do good for a thriving community that we are and have been for decades, I, I would say. But before we deep dive into city business, maybe you can introduce a little bit yourself. Um, where you're from? How long have you been in the area? What did you do before? So a little bit, who is Kevin? Sure. Uh, excited to be here today and certainly uh, glad to kind of see what you're doing in here. It's in, it's very been very interesting. So Thank you. a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up here, graduated from here, went to Morehead State, oh, yeah. uh, got an accounting degree, came back and uh, actually went to work at Barrel of Fun. Yeah. Spent uh, lots of years there. Um, my most... Uh, so you're a numbers guy, accounting? Yeah, accounting, mm -hmm. yeah. Most recently, I was a general manager at Barrel of Fun, and then when they so was sold to Shears, then I stayed as the general manager until, uh, matter of fact, two years ago, about okay. two and a half years ago. So you're a uh, businessman. Yeah, yeah. And I, we, my brother and I and a couple other guys actually own a couple of other businesses in town as well, but, um, but that's really my background is business, and I, you know, I also ran uh, the wall, Perham Wall, and Trust Plant. Um, after I retired from the Shears program, I ran that for uh, Kenny Nelson, actually owned it. And then uh, I ran that for a couple of years. This position came open at the city, and I thought it would be uh, pretty interesting to see and come in with a little bit different background potentially than the previous ones, a little bit more uh, business instead of um, something other than that, different perspective, really what makes businesses work and what's important for them um, to be able to be successful. In, in, conf in contrast to like maybe more administrative background, so you're a little bit definitely more the business and the perspective of the business owner. Right. Yep. Yep. To, to get okay. a feel for what it really takes for a business to be successful and when then what can we do to help them. Yes. You know, understanding that and what's required. So. Yeah. But you are humble because you mentioned earlier in our pre-talk that you have been the, the mayor of the city of Perm. I, yeah, I was the mayor for um, uh, about three, a little over three years. Uh, moved, ended up moving out of town um, yeah. into the township, out of place. And my wife and I moved out there and we still live there. So. Um, but we spent some time there. I was on the city council. I sit on the planning commission yet. Um, okay. So you have some experience in in politics, I guess. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. a negative word here. I've I don't know. I've always I I've always told people <clears throat> that I'm not a politician because I tell people what I think, and that's my position on it. And sometimes you get people that'll tell you what 
they think you want to hear, but that doesn't really do any of us any good. I think it's very like um, I always say what I think too, <laughs> and this uh, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but like this bad taste of a politician being bad. Uh, I I was raised by my dad um, actually very early before I probably understood. Actually, I was probably complaining about something. Uh, and I must have been 12 or something. And um, he said, like, well, if you have a problem, then you got to change it. And in order to change it, you got to be active. So you actually have to get involved. And I think a lot of people underestimate the passion and the investment of a private resident citizen that they do um, to actually work for all the others in political functions, council, mayor, and um, and when they get elected, actually, they are representing the voice of many. So it's not politics or it's not Washington. It's actually my voice that I gave to someone. So it's an involvement. I think it's great to be right. it's a, a political. I have a friend in Germany who is politically active and I um, admire them because it's unfortunately very underappreciated. And uh, or, and that's sad right. because we still have and we had in our interview here um, last year, uh, Brittany, um, sh she ran for um, for House of Representatives, very young, long, young lady, and um, she didn't make it. But the enthusiasm and the passion with her, she was, I don't know, 24 or something, um, which was beautiful and amazing. Um, and it thank thankfully it doesn't die the flame right so we need people that want to get engaged right. and involved uh, um, for our all our growth right so now with the experience which I think is benefiting us so now you're in a role with a mixed experience for economic development and you want to help us grow and thrive in Perm which is otherwise we just build a big school we have right. to fill the classrooms right yep. so we need people to move yep. here so I'm sorry I usually I don't talk so much but now you got me yeah. uh, uh, enthusiastic and I appreciate that um, and I like this community actually it's one of my favorites um, and uh, um, the, the the shopping or like the downtown which I like and um, the rural the outdoors we have a lake it's it's all wonderful and there's many movements like live wide open how do we so we want to have people come and share and join I should say but uh, tell us a little bit about what has Perm providing doing in the recent past that you know of or is there anything that you say hey you know what now we are we're gonna go and do this for the future sure sure you know and I think you know, in the region we have a lot of people that are dedicated to their communities which is really good so all of our people in and our council and everybody that kind of represents people around here have done a really nice job and I think are dedicated and I think that's important right yes dedicated to success right make it work um, you know historically uh, the economic development the EDA has typically worked with businesses trying to create business um, mm -hmm. and over the last couple of years here, I think people have realized that in order to have businesses continue to grow, we need to attract more people. And so recently what we did was we actually converted some dollars that were originally uh, given to the city through uh, Minnesota State Fund uh, Investment Fund, Minnesota Investment Funds, um, that was used and intended for business. Um, but when I reached out to them and talked to them a little bit about 
what I see as a goal for the community, trying to attract people. Housing is a big area of concern, right? And so the dollars had um, stipulations and stuff associated with business and job creation and all that. But if I don't have workers to fill those jobs, I can't create them. And and so I reached out to the folks at the state and I said, um, how can we make this change? How, how can we do something with some of these funds to make it so working class family can actually use them to be able to become a part of the community. And so um, we ended up, there was a program a year or so ago that expired uh, that they brought back where if you sent back 20% of the amount that you had to the state, you could then convert those funds to anything that the city could use and spend those money that money on mm-hmm. legally, right? And so I said, my goal is to then turn that into some down payment assistance. And lots of times when you have government programs, their down payment assistance are low income folks that are making yeah. uh, less than what we're paying in the community, right? And so in this case- no, For house purchases, right? Down payments? Right, down yeah. payment for a house, to uh-huh, purchase uh-huh. a house, right? Mm-hmm. And so and in Purim, we pay a pretty competitive wage um, for the region, for yeah. sure, I think. And so most of those folks wouldn't qualify for some of the government fo- programs that are out there. But mm. with us converting these funds, we've now taken off the restrictions that were required by the state, and now we can apply some of our own. And so mm. we've increased the value that homeowners can be making. So a family of you know, three plus can make 101000 to qualify for this program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've created a $10,000 down payment assistance, which has to be paid back sometime, but there's zero interest and zero payment for up to 30 years. So if you were to go oh. out and take out a loan at the bank, that would meet the criteria that we have. We would give you a $10,000 down payment assistance loan that you could go for the life of that loan. Wow. Once that loan is paid off, then that would be mature and then you would have to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you were to refinance it, so some people five, 10 years down the road build equity in their house, they refinance yeah. it, we would ask for a repayment then. And then we would use that money to loan out to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've kind of seen a, a, a transition from more business focus, although we're still focused on that because it's important for communities to do that, sure. um, to how do we help those businesses once they're here to be able to get what they need as far as employees go? So we want to attract them too, and we're going to use that from a housing perspective as well. So that has been going on for how many years? Um, well, we just started that program oh, okay. I was c- uh, about a week ago. Okay, I was right? confused because I, I heard a couple of years, but then you're just new to the role. You yeah. actually just arrived in the new position. So this is a brand new program. This The, the housing down payment is a ban, brand new ah, program. Okay, the good. city had received money previously for business development, and that's been for years. Okay, but, And that's okay. what they've done historically is focused on um, business creation and development. Have you had an application yet for uh, We've actually had two. Really? Yeah, within the first week. We've had two, and we've had a number of people contact us for more information. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, it's exciting, actually, it to, is. S- to see that. And so I, I have always been thinking about how to, because we are communicating lake life, but I'm communicating, and in our opinion, we communicate the area. It's mm-hmm. like lake life, which we live uh, every day um, by just living in lakes country it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to live on a lake in my opinion right. you know, we have so many public accesses and and public beaches uh, lake life is also ice fishing yeah and you can right. just go on the ice so um that means uh, we 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 have a lot of room still for residents to come 
and we have a lot of jobs to fill. Right. So we, so and I always had this concern too. Um, there seems to be always opportunity to work, right. and we struggle in attracting. Um, well, I don't think we are struggling to attract. <laughs> I think we are struggling to win people to relocate. And sure. one issue is yeah. there is not enough housing. But now, uh, does the down payment does it help me to new construct or like how 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 else are we tackling that? Now we have an incentive to to get into a home <coughs> fairly easy. But how are we um, helping to create new home homes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so we're trying to do some low interest loans and we're doing some TIF stuff where we finance things, help finance things through tax increment financing programs okay. um, to refund investments in infrastructure and stuff for new developments. Okay. And so that's available um, as well. And then, you know, if there's some other, hopefully the down payment assistance things gets people interested in not only building houses as a developer, because mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you have the ability for somebody to maybe buy that house or more people available to buy that house because they have a down payment right. available. Um, so we hope that domino works. effect. And yeah, exactly. So we yep. make it inter uh, interesting for the developer, but now also for the purchaser. Correct. Is it, mm. Which hopefully moves that process along quicker, right? Yeah. Um, Ottertail County, actually, the Ottertail County Board has just recently approved an agreement on a tax abatement. I heard about that, so mm -hmm. tell us more about that. So they, they are willing to rebate taxes um, for the first five years for up to $5,000 total so over that five-year period, whichever comes first, either up to $5,000 or the five years. On my property taxes? On your property taxes from the county tax portion of it, right? Because your county... Your tax statement has county taxes, it has city taxes, it has hospital and school and all that stuff right on it. And so they've also asked the city if they would be interested in trying to do something along those lines as well and partake in it. And so mm -hmm. we were just recently asked about that. So we've already started conversations about what can we do from a tax perspective to maybe help those folks that um, are looking at doing some new house building, maybe we can help do that same type of thing. Is that uh, uh, from Ottertail County for new construction, or when do I get the benefits of that tax deduction? Yeah, it's actually new construction. Okay. Yep, it would be all new construction. And, w and one of the things that we run into a little bit, and that's countywide, but one of the things that we run into a little bit of a concern in Purim is we have, it, it can't, you can't uh, be eligible for another government type program, right? And so oh. most of our new, new development in Purim have, is in a TIF district, and so it's already qualified for a program, um, so it wouldn't be available for that. But the TIF already allows for that portion of it, so mm. they, they, they can't double it up. But if there's some existing lots in town that aren't in the TIF district, then that is available to folks as well. Okay. So maybe they've owned a lot for a long time and always had planned on building there. Now is a good time to do it because... They have that incentive from the county, and the, and the city is uh, contemplating trying to figure out how we maybe uh, help that program a little bit as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, now we already here, uh, you just arrived, and we have a successful program in place, um, the down payment assistance. What else uh, can we expect to happen, or what is your future visioning? Do you have like a five-year, ten-year plan? Does the city have a 
10 year plan like wh where are we at uh, or where how big is Perm right now we just built the school two years oh no it just completed last year right first uh, year went through yes how how's that been going uh, r really well actually the numbers are up um, and I think there were up 88 students or something this year which is exciting right it's really yeah and that would be throughout K you know even the preschool through 12th grade so they're up 88 and I, I think that I the number was like 250 since the bond refer referendum was approved I think they're up like 250 students um, since then so I think it's 2013 ish uh, till now Wow how many that's that's significant right uh, so how many cities how many people live residents are in Perham 3381 yeah, about 3400 approximately okay. you know I, I think the school district is between 10 and 11,000 the school district because it would include Dent and um, other outlying areas right just the city limits itself I think is close to 3400 okay and What's our goal? Is it like uh, 5,000 in 10 years or do we have any projections or goals? Or? Uh, as of right now, I, I'm not aware of what those goals would be. We haven't really sat down and I haven't really kind of come up with some numbers, but it's certainly things that are on my um, list of things to accomplish, right, okay. is to kind of have a vision um, yeah. um, where, where we would like to go. And so... We, but we're all growth like Barnesville for yeah. example I was a foreign exchange student in Barnesville in 1995-96 so that's kind of like my emotional uh, spot and I remember when I was there I don't even know what side it is uh, I think it's the south side or something by the water tower they added um, they grew the town and they have tax incentives and I I think they have been fairly successful I mean it was like 2,100 people <laughs> when I was there and sure Maybe now they are 2,400, but that's 15% growth. Right. That's uh, still, uh, there's a trend. Uh, there's still a lot of people uh, that um, that move to Barnesville. I mean, it's a commuting town or a um, commuter community to Fargo-Moorhead. Maybe a little bit easier sell than Perm, but um, we have growth opportunity and we are putting things in place to do that. Um, but I think next 10 years, a goal would be yeah, if we do 20% then we would be at 4,000 I guess that's already a really good goal but I think it's realistic too I, I think you're right yeah and I think Barnesville is a good uh, example of similar to Perham right I think they've got a pretty strong downtown just like we do yes. our main street is very strong um, to continue to grow that is what you know certainly a, a, a goal of ours is to continue to have a strong main street and even expand where we can and um, you know, that's some things that we have on our agenda right now and our vision right now is to maybe look at some different um, type of business uh, facilities, um, kind of a mixed use, if you will, commercial with apartments because you yeah. can put it all in one location and have advantage of being able to still do your main street commercial type things yeah. and then also have apartments uh, Ups to, help with, yeah, to help with uh, the housing concerns yeah I mean uh, pretty much every downtown uh, particularly in Detroit Lakes they're doing that now the Norby's um, right building is just being converted as we speak uh, right. um, and then there's even more coming down towards the lake um, right. they're just putting up another uh, multi-use oh yeah in Detroit Lakes across from Central Market so right. no I would love uh, to see that happening and uh, downtown Fargo has actually grown 
like that 10 years for the past 10 years the Fagoan across from the Fargo theater was the have one of the first ones that got redeveloped by um, Terry Stroh architect uh, downtown and the condos have been available I think it's just 10 years or 12 and the Renaissance program so yeah you need activity downtown to thrive yeah right. we have the restaurants here we have the brew we have uh, um, Pine Island Fish Company and all those ach, many more and but we need the people using them right. and so we want to move them yeah I Oh, I could see stuff like that happening here in Perm, too. And if you start thinking about it, really, you know, I'm kind of a Perm history buff, and I collect Perm stuff, right? And if you think about it, a lot of the older buildings that they've redone, they've done things, uh, apartments upstairs, commercial on the main floor, right? And, and even from a housing perspective, you're seeing some of that uh, falling back to the smaller lots, smaller homes, more affordable just because of the cost and things. And... We don't want to go back to the 1900s, but from a from a technological and an advancement that we've got today, but certainly from uh, uses potentially, there's some opportunities there. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. So yeah, maybe we have to make a good goal to work towards um, for like 20% in 10 years growth. Um, I hope the school can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think they're built for that growth. Good. Um, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. So actually, maybe not even everybody knows. Like, we have so much business. I mean, everybody n- is aware of the KLN and the shears, but then we have uh, industrial manufacturing. Like, we have so much more business in Perm. Can you name a couple more? Yeah. So, well, what's interesting about Perm, and you talk to most people, is we have more employees than we have population, right? So I think we employ well over 4,000 oh, really? folks within within the city limits. So Bond Guard Cheese, um, right. they're, they're out of Bond Guard, Minnesota originally, and when Land Lakes closed the plant, I'm not even sure how many years ago it was. We were, I forgot, we had the interview here too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I We remember. were lucky enough to have them mm-hmm. come to town and take over and invest a lot of money, by the way, along with some of the other businesses, whether it's uh, the KLN companies with... Tuffy's and Kenny's Candy, um, Shears, um, IFS Industrial Finishing, um, Kit Masters and Swan Machine is a group that came uh, originally from the Perm area and were in the metro area and started some Kit Master things for, uh, they were kits for um, rebuilding uh, fan clutches on semis and started in a small business and has grown to a really large company today probably 150 to 160 employees oh really wow. yeah and so that's pretty uh pretty large um you know the hospital employs quite a few people arvik is another oh, big yeah. employer in town yeah. um and then the school itself uh, i can't remember exactly how many employees sure. they have but there's a lot of employees there and then of course 40 at least. there's uh, uh well the, all the, the retailers co-op. and then all the retailers oh the co-op yeah the co-op yeah is yeah one. So. No, there's a lot, but like, is it also um, possible, interesting to, like in your role, uh, to have like a company relocate? Um, you know, <laughs> let's say in the news we read, Amazon is looking for a new, I mean, not Amazon, but right. uh, <laughs> Amazon was looking for a hub, and I think Minneapolis applied, I don't know, now I'm making names up, Miami and uh, Omaha. Right. I don't know who it was. Doesn't matter. I knew Minneapolis was it. Right. So they apply. So Amazon makes a big like uh, 
announcement here. Please apply with all the benefits and we will decide where to place it. Right. Is there something like a kit masters you just mentioned 150 160 would there be smaller i don't know what it even could be something like lunds but not lunds um i don't know is there small companies where you could say like hey you guys are you interested in relocating i don't know is that yeah, possible yeah i think that there's an awful lot of small companies out there that you just have to get a hold of and see if they're looking to relocate because maybe they're outgrowing where they are maybe there's some opportunities Lots of times I think you get people that may vacation here or have been here before that are small business owners. They're saying, you know what, Perm is a great area. We need to do something different than what with what we have today. Let's look at something in Perm. Um, and I think we just continue to do advertising around about Perm and what we've got to offer um, and, and to try to attract those folks. But, you know, I just realized uh, after saying that now we have this devil circle situation where maybe we have a willing company like we have for example malt works and in, in detroit lakes right we have a great northern it's a pizza it's a young couple that started a frozen pizza company i haven't been able to get them in the interview yet but i'm just like fascinated by those little stories so they're building a pizza factory in detroit lakes who would have guessed yeah right but um on the one hand we have motivated entrepreneurs uh, um wanting to create and build and do something but now we have the devil's circle like but wait a second who's going to help me right where's my labor right so i think if we look at that and we we say the cat bites itself on the tail in german yeah it's just a, it's a round things mm -hmm. like it's always the same the cat bites itself on the tail because we need housing and we need willing families to be here in the first place to actually take that job so right. on the one hand, I cannot convince a land to come here, lose all the employees, and they need 200 people, and they're not here yet. Right. So I think, if I think, if you look at it from that perspective, it's a no-brainer. We need better housing answers, and the first step is a, a purchasing um, uh, loan. Down the, payment assistance. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. So that is one thing, but I think we really need. Um, Either the city needs to develop something, in my opinion, or, or like a co-op even. Right. Like, hey, residents, if everybody gives a thousand bucks, we have, I don't know how that works. I'm, I'm not a developer by any means. Uh, uh, I played Monopoly when I was a kid. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but like, if you were to say like, hey, let's just do a, maybe that's a good idea. We invite 200 people to give 10,000. What is that? Two million already? Right. It's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how we have to get creative, but we have to make a super fund to actually move something in this town right. because we need roads, infrastructure, and housing. And then they will fill. I actually, I think I know it, that right. they will fill. Right. And we all kind of know it. Right. So we need to find answers to attract investment to grow, right? Right. We actually do have a group in Purim. It's called Grow Purim. Oh. That in 2000 and, Sorry. boy, I can't even remember the first year that they came out, but it was a group of business owners and few employees that said you know what we need to get some housing done here and so they invested in an apartment building okay. within I don't know a year they invested in their second so they've now since they started have built eight I believe apartments um, and they've also bought some of the uh, original ones that were here so they have quite a few and so they did take on a portion of it right and there's a point in time where 
Um, I've always said that organic growth is something that you isn't able to maintain what you need, and so you have to kind of look for some outside stuff, and not everybody likes to hear that, but the, that's reality, in, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and so we've been actually uh, in contact with some developers that do some of this mixed-use things, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and there's some opportunities there that I think we have that can help fill some of that gap as well. And it brings in new investments, new business people. Um, so we have proven concepts actually for the city of Perm already with Grow Perm, the group. Grow, yep. And um, so maybe they want to just, uh, I have a banking background. I don't know what it's called now, but it's like a, uh, it's a, like an investment fund in a way. So their experience and their eight projects and their financial history, like they could replicate, they could make a second edition now easily actually. I mean, it's a, it's they yeah. are a, they are of a um, um, oh man, my words today. I apologize. They're an asset to our community, and they're um, a resource because they can guide and help us grow even more because they have shown us that it works. Correct. Right. Yep. So, yeah, I didn't even know about that group. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm not new anymore to the community, mm. but like I I actually now remember that I heard the term once before. But yeah, maybe we can uh, initiate some uh, risk-willing neighbors and make a second edition or like a ninth edition, I guess. Right, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, so, so we're actually very active. Yeah, the community has always been active, you know, and so um, Dave Shornak is actually the gentleman that kind of uh, leads it, and okay. he's been, uh, and he works at Arvig. Um, but Arvik is involved in some KLN folks. Um, but Dave is kind of the one that has taken the lead on getting all that stuff done. And he's done a really, really, really nice job to, uh, making that thing continue to grow. Okay. Um, and I think that there's more opportunities for them to do some stuff down the road. But there's also, I think, ample opportunity for other developers to do some things in Perm. Yeah. So now let's imagine somebody's really <coughs> interested. It's like, hey, you know what? Hmm, I never really thought about it, but maybe that's a good return on my investment anyhow, and the stock market is not that great right now. Um, uh, so they can contact you yes. for sure at the yep. city of Perham yep. uh, yep. to discuss or inquire or, or find opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Certainly can do that. Yeah. So and your name now is on the website already, of course, for two uh, weeks. My name is on there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good. Yep. So um, do you have like... EDM, uh, current development, uh, EDA. Do you have meetings um, every quarter or have year public uh, gatherings where people can come and hear a little bit? Is so, so yeah, the EDA actually meets once a month. Okay. Um, and we just, this morning would have been a meeting, but with all the board members having, there were a few that had conflicts, so we ended up uh, postponing this one, but... Uh, we meet once a month, and then every spring we have, uh, and this was started before I got here, but they have an economic development um, big meeting, an annual meeting, and it was been out at the Lakeside Golf uh, Course. Okay. Um, and they go through all the stuff that's happened and information about the EDA and all that stuff, and people are invited to come out and uh, Current take projects and visioning. And yes. And, okay. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're very transparent and... and uh, inviting so people can get in engaged very much so yes yeah. Yeah. now just to clarify um, the EDA but it's 
part of the city, like uh, legally? Is it a, an arm of the city? Or it is. is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's part of the city of Purim. So it's cityofpurim.com uh, would be the website they can go to. And then our, there's an EDA link along with the other links that we have and shows a little bit of our community and things like that. So Okay. So it's just a part of the city business. Right. And so yeah. you're directly under the mayor then, under the council? Yeah, so I work for the actually the uh, city manager. Okay, um, the city manager. Yeah, and I report to the board, or we, the board kind of gives direction. But okay, yeah. and the board is the council, or who is the board? Nope, there's actually an economic development board. Oh, okay. Um, made Sorry. up of some people in the community. So we've got uh, business owners, we've got banker on there, uh, um, CEO of the hospital, the Perm uh, Hospital. So. Uh, a group of people. Are they voted in or are they applying? And then who appoints those? The mayor or the manager? The mayor appoints them. Okay. Yeah. And yep. they are like on it for two. I'm just curious. Yeah, I was on three the year term. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, what they are, so is it eight or six? Uh, ten? There are seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Unequal number? Uh, yeah. They yeah. make sure we can vote one way or the other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So one could even get involved if they want to get political or like, like community service right. so one could even say like hey you know what i want to be part of that yep so yeah, okay. just reach out and just say hey i'd be interested if there's a board member going off that you want but i would certainly you be interested apply. in uh, taking part in that mm -hmm. um, and the city of Perm actually has a lot of different boards planning commission and park board and all of those things that are appointed individuals in the community to take part in different aspects of it which are really kind of neat so if people want to be involved in them they certainly can yeah apply for that as well no I I was um, a member of the Historic Preservation Commission for the city of Fargo when I lived there okay. for three years and um, uh, I find it very rewarding um, it was not really of any weight we could only advise or make recommendations uh, I think the mayor obviously always has the last word but um, it's uh, it's just nice to be part of um, the uh, the place that you live, and I just love old things. Right. <laughs> so right. I, that was just one thing I'd enjoy. Sure. But like people can actually, if they're enthusiastic about the future of Perm and growth, they could apply and maybe even get engaged that way, or or get in contact with you in general. Yeah. Um, what did we miss? Like, do you have a personal vision? Do you want to share anything? What is your emphasis? Um, or is there anything else you can share that you would like to make an impact in and in the time that you are now leading the EDA? So, I, you know, I, I just want to see Perm continue to grow. I've always been a, like I say, we, we moved here when I was two, so I've been here a lifelong resident, basically. Oh, okay. And um, it, it's just a great community and continues to grow, and I just want to see that enthusiasm continue. And one of the things that you'll find about Perm is all of the business owners really come together and work together. Lots of times it's quote-unquote competition, um, but these these folks get together and they work together and they come up with ideas and they all support each other through these things, which is really um, good for Purim and mm. it's good for a community to continue to grow and that's what I think keeps us strong. A lot of good business leaders and hope that continues and um, just want to figure out how we can attract additional folks to watch businesses grow that might need new employees or more employees those type of things and I, like I say I think it's competitive enough in Perm that wages are pretty good health benefits health insurance and 
profit sharing at some of the program uh, at some of the companies, uh, retirement programs, 401ks, those type of things are available at a number of the companies in town. And so I'm just willing to work and do whatever I can to help those businesses continue to grow here and yeah. attract other people that will fit in. I think l l uh, work-life balance in this area is so great also. I mean, you have uh, the Pine Lakes and you have a public beach, uh, so you don't always need to own lakeshore property to enjoy our lakes that are our water lakes. Uh, I think this is fascinating. Coming from Germany, we have barely any access to lakes. Sure. Yeah, and here we can just literally play on the lake the whole time, in the lake, on the lake. Water quality is there. So just by living here, you have so much contact to the outdoors, and yet you are in the city. I mean, right. we have the hospital is one big concern because of, um, um, yeah, if you if you're injured, <laughs> yeah. So you have like everything is right here. Right. I, I um, I like it. Uh, we have a 24-hour supermarket even. Like right, <laughs> we don't right. have that in Germany anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's really Well, I cool. think, as, as you mentioned earlier, just the number of accesses that we have at lakes. People can live in town, have access to everything, be convenient, and run to the lake for the weekend. The city actually owns Palmolive Park, which yes. is on Little Pine, right? And so there's bathrooms out there. There's a shelter out there that you could you can rent because we just don't want to have 15 people standing in line thinking they have it. Yeah. Um, those type of things, but there's bathrooms out there. Um, and the playgrounds, playground, and a swimming beach, yeah, and yeah, dock and all that stuff. So there. it's it's nice, and that's community or the city has a golf course, right? Yeah. Twenty-seven hole golf course for people, and lots of things to do here actually. Yeah, and it's it's a nice place to kind of get it away from the rat race, if you will, right? Yeah, the hustle so, and bustle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I, I really appreciate you being open to uh, speak to us today, and um, I'm glad we were able to capture your story. Um, welcome uh, to your new role, I guess, and thank you very much for also visiting us and finding out what we are doing here. And now maybe we talk a little bit more about uh, our Lake Life Weekend uh, program um, after this. So thank you again. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, this was already our uh, newest episode of the Lake Life Weekend podcast. We sure hope you enjoyed it. Uh, tune in again next week with another great guest and updates. Always check out our website, uh, lakelifeweekend.com. And if you have some comments, please feel free to email us at hello at lakelifeweekend.com. And uh, you have a wonderful weekend ahead. Uh -huh.